0: Hey there! Welcome to the Her One Thing Podcast, where we uncover the best tools, hacks, and strategies needed to finally take you from daydreaming to getting results, so you can intentionally create a life you love. I'm your host, Kristen Zeyer. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode 20 of the Her One Thing podcast. Here we are, 20 episodes in, in almost August of 2021. We are flying. Time is just going by so fast. I can't believe that I've already published 20 episodes of the Her One Thing podcast. Uh, it was October of 2020 when I knew that in the next 12 months I would be launching a podcast at some point in time. My birthday is in October, and that was one. One of the intentions that I set on my 34th birthday is that in the next 12 months, I'm going to launch a podcast. And I didn't know how, I didn't know when, but here we are today and I did that. So that's pretty cool. I love to see that I've made so much progress and I hope that with whatever you're doing, you're making progress as well. I've talked about New Year's resolutions in the past in this podcast episode and how like 92% of the population fails to actually... Actually achieve their new year's resolutions. And then I've also talked about in prior episodes, the fact that there's not a one size fits all approach to goal setting. And you really have to figure out what works for you through trial and error and constantly educating yourself and incorporating new techniques into your routine and finding something that's really tailored to your own energy, your own personality, your own life, your own lifestyle, your own, you know, ideal way to do it. And something that I found last year when I just said that I'd set that intention for releasing a podcast during the next 12 months after I turned 34 was, instead of setting goals, on my 34th birthday, I sat down and I wrote down 34 things that I love about my life at age 34, in this present moment. Uh, That put me in a really great headspace. I felt like, oh wow, I haven't even stopped to really fully appreciate all of the things that I have done and where I'm I'm at today which I think it's really important appreciating what we have now, even if it's not our ideal end destination. At some point in time, you were likely dreaming about where you are today. And so I did that exercise of writing out the 34 things that I felt grateful for at 34. But then what I did was instead of writing out goals, I wrote six things that would be great if I accomplished them in the next 12 months at age 34. So during my 34th trip around the sun, if I did the six things, that would be amazing. They were more of intentions, I would say, versus goals. For whatever reason, for me tying my goals or intentions around my own personal next year of, you know, my age seems to work more effectively for me than setting goals on a calendar year basis. If that's not something you've tried and you don't like New Year's resolutions, I highly recommend trying setting things around your birth year because for me, the reason that it works. Is I think about you know I'm in getting into my mid thirties now and it's going so fast I I feel like I was just like 28 two years ago or one year ago but it's been like six years and I'm like okay I don't want to be 45 and I haven't done anything to get myself to my ultimate dream life yet so basing my goals or my intentions around my birth year has been really helpful because it keeps me on track knowing that we only have a limited time on this earth to do um, what we came here to do and to fulfill our purpose and to live our best life and I don't want to waste that so it really helps to keep me in check. Um, So if you do try that out, connect with me and let me know how that goes for you. Okay, let's dive into today's episode of the podcast which is knowing when to walk away. Have you ever been in a situation where you knew you needed to move on and walk away yet you felt conflicted and confused about the best course of action? This could be a job, it could have been a relationship, either romantically, A friendship or a family member, a sport or a hobby, or even maybe a habit that you had or a certain lifestyle. Anything. It could be anything. Do you remember how that felt? On one hand, it's comfortable to stay with what is familiar, yet you know you need to make a change when that subtle voice inside is nudging you day after day. What did you do? How did you handle it? Was it an easy decision? Did you make a decision one day that it was time to walk away and that was it? You took the action that needed to be done? Or was it a little bit more of a rocky path to get there? Like you wavered a little bit. You had conflicting feelings. Should I stay? Should I go? Did you experience guilt because you didn't feel like you should leave? Maybe because you felt obligated to stay for the other person or the job or the situation, yet you knew deep down internally that what was best for you was to move on and walk away. But then you have, you know, the fact that Change is hard and change is scary, and staying with what is familiar is comfortable, and it can be easy in a sense, although at the same time, it can be harder because staying in a situation that you know is no longer serving you really eats away at your soul. So what I'm getting at here is those conflicting feelings that as women especially, we tend to feel when we're trying to decide if we should walk away from a person, place, or a thing that no longer serves us. I experienced this recently with a job actually. So I was working in a different nine to five job earlier in 2021. I had been there for about three years. I knew it was time to go. Like it's just the culture was not aligned with me. My values were not aligned with the company. Um, My values weren't aligned with leaderships and I just knew that it wasn't an environment that I could grow in anymore or thrive in. I knew with every fiber of my being that it was time to go it was time to move on yet for some reason i had so much guilt about leaving this job and about leaving the company and I experienced all of those conflicting feelings that I described earlier and if I'm being honest, I grappled with these feelings for at least a full year before I actually made the leap to leave. Now I firmly believe that like Tony Robbins says, our lives are not happening to us, they're happening for us so I do believe there were lessons in that experience for me and for me staying there that additional year and um you know it was through the pandemic and not wanting to rock the boat too much during quarantine and all that definitely played a factor in it and I don't feel like I wasted my time but I do think it's very interesting that when I was thinking about whether or not it's time to go all of these feelings of guilt would come up and I would have this internal conflict even though deep down intuitively like with every fiber of my soul. I knew what was best for me was to move forward. I also know that this is not unique for me. I have talked to so many women, especially lately with the changing workforce. Go back and listen to my previous episode about the great resignation and how the way we work is changing. I've had so many girlfriends who I've talked to who all of a sudden don't feel like their values align with the company anymore, but yet at the same time, like we're not re- we're not ready to go. We feel like we are obligated to stay and give it our all. Why do we do this? I could not have chosen a better time to record a podcast episode on this topic because this week is the Summer Olympics week where Simone Biles decided that she was going to step away from the olympics competitions and take care of her mental health i am so proud of her i love her women's gymnastics is like the only sport that i like i always joke with people and they're like oh what's your favorite sport to watch and i say women's gymnastics and the olympics because literally it's like the one sport i can really get into so i love simone and i am so proud of her that she took a stand for herself, and she said, "Nope, I have to take care of myself first, and I'm going to walk away from this." And I like literally have chills right now. I I was crying earlier because I am so proud of her, and I think that she has set such an amazing example for all of the women—not even just women—people in our society, in our culture. And we have these massive mental health crises on our hands. We don't. Seem to take mental health seriously enough for her to do that, for Simone to do that. It was such an amazing act of bravery, of courage, of leadership, and we can all learn so much from her. So it's just funny. I did not plan to record an episode on this topic after that happened. It just so happens that as I'm sitting down to record that, that happened this week. The moral of the story here is that putting the needs of your own before the needs of others is not selfish. It's truly self-care and you cannot pour from an empty cup. Only you know yourself when you know that it's time to go and it's time to walk away because you need to take care of yourself. It is okay to listen to that. Actually, it is 100% encouraged that you listen to that inner voice and that inner knowing and you follow it and you do what you need to do. For too long and in so many situations us as women have stayed to take care of people to put the needs of everyone else before our own and that really needs to stop. It's really time for us to stand up for ourselves and to do what we need to do to be our best selves. I honestly can't think of a more perfect or a more timely example of a courageous woman who has done this other than Simone Biles. So kudos to her. We love you, Simone, and we support you. Okay, so what happens if you're in a situation where you feel like it might be time to walk away, but you aren't quite sure if it is, and you're grappling with working through that? Let's talk about some signs that it is time for you to walk away from the situation for once and for all. And again, this could be an external circumstance like a job or a relationship but it could also be internal. It could be a mindset pattern, or a habit, or the way that you've been treating your body. There is a quote that always comes to mind when I think about this topic. It's definitely floated around Instagram and other social media platforms for quite some time, but I absolutely love it. It resonates so deeply, and it's perfect for this. It's respect yourself enough to walk away from anything that no longer serves you, grows you, or makes you happy. That's a quote by Robert too. I absolutely love that because it sums it up so perfectly. So when you're in a situation and you're feeling unsure what the right move is, you can make it as easy as asking yourself three questions. So what you can do is get out a piece of paper or write this out on your notes app or you could even do a voice memo. Number one, ask yourself, does this situation serve me? Really think that through and think about all of the ways it may or may not be serving you For example, if we're talking about a job, well, the job does serve you because you're getting paid to do something and then you're able to pay your bills and support your lifestyle. But there's obviously more to your fulfillment and happiness than just um, monetary rewards. And so you have to then obviously think through all of those mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of it as well. And so you would write that out first is this situation serving me and weigh out the pros and cons of that. Number two, you can ask yourself, is this situation helping me grow? Using that job situation again, are you in a job that you feel challenged in and there's room for advancement and there's room for you to develop personally and professionally and to acquire more skills and are you in an environment that fosters that and helps you expand and evolve your mindset and your outlook and all of that. If the answer is no, that should make your decision pretty clear in that situation, but Again, that can be applied to any situation. And then number three, ask yourself, does this situation make me happy? Maybe it's a job and you're getting paid $200,000 a year. But if you're absolutely miserable and you wake up every day with knots in your stomach and you dread going into work, is it worth it? Is it really the end all be all if you like the financial aspect of it? Um, So those are some really easy... Easy questions to ask yourself. And I really like this because if you're someone who has spent time on social media and you love all the quotes the way I love all the quotes, then you've probably seen this quote floating around there. And so it's pretty easy to pull this out from your memory when you're trying to make a difficult situation about knowing when to walk away. I also love the fact that this quote starts out with respect yourself enough to walk away from. And then it goes into from anything that no longer serves you, grows you, or makes you happy. That whole respecting yourself piece is so important because this is all tied back to your self-worth. Having an unwavering belief in your own self-worth is what will contribute to you being able to develop the skill of knowing when to walk away as soon as you know it's time and then not having to grapple with all of the guilt and the conflicting feelings that might come up or the obligation of feeling like you need to stay to take care of whatever is happening in that situation. I bring up a couple of other questions that you can ask yourself as well that aren't incorporated into that quote, but I think are equally as important. And this is going to be more so on the alignment and spiritual side. And the first question that I want you to ask yourself when you're making this decision is, does this situation align with my soul really stop to think about that. Really investigate that. Think about your vision for the future. Does that current situation align with your future vision? Does it align with your soul? And if you feel that you have a purpose, does it align with that purpose? Does it fit into that? That would be really telling as well. And then lastly, but possibly most importantly, is this. What is my inner knowing or intuition telling me? The best way that I can Say to get in touch with your inner knowing and really figuring out what your intuition is telling you is to practice being in silence or meditation. If you practice this for even five minutes or 10 minutes every day or frequently as you're making this decision, it'll come to you. 100%. That answer will come to you. You will know within your soul what is the right thing to do, and you can make your decision from that place and know that that is truly what is best for you. It's the best way to make a decision is to block out the noise of what everybody else thinks and truly get silent and quiet and get in touch with yourself and let it come to you. Because the answer will come to you if you allow yourself to get quiet enough. And that is such a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful process. I have personally started to get in touch with my intuitive side when I am making decisions. And I do that through meditation. And I can tell you that 100% of the time, the answer comes to me. I don't force it. But being inside, silenced allows your like your mind and your soul and your intuition to naturally come up and to give you guidance and it's really amazing because that's where you can start to live from this aligned place now if you're listening to this episode and you are thinking well this is great Great information, Kristen, but I don't have a situation that I'm grappling with when it comes to knowing if I should walk away. That is great, but I'm going to challenge you to think about that a little bit harder because while there might not be a career or relationship or external situation that you may need to walk away from, I'd be willing to bet that there is a habit or a thought pattern or some type of lifestyle component. Incorporated into your life that if you were to identify and ask yourself these questions that I laid out in this episode, those five questions, you would find that there is something that's no longer serving you, growing you, or making you happy that you could work on up-leveling and changing so that you can align with your dream life and make it a reality. Because let's face it, we all have things we need to work on and the best way that you're ever going to get to that next level is through continuous improvement and continuously working on yourself, growing, and evolving. It's something all of us can do and it's something that all of us can do until the day that we die. Because No one ever is going to get to a place where you've arrived. Like, you're at the pinnacle of a perfect being. It's not even about being perfect. It's just about growing and evolving and let's face it, creating our fucking dream lives. Like, that's what this is all about. That is what these tips are here for you today. Okay, so I do want to provide you a recap of what the questions are that you can take away from this episode and ask yourself when you're identifying what it is you need to walk away from. And again, it could be External, such as relationships or a job, but it can also be internal, such as thought patterns or a mindset or a habit that you have or some type of lifestyle characteristic that you are doing right now. So, here are the five questions number one, is this serving me? Number two, is this growing me? Number three, is this making me happy? Number four, is this aligned with my vision for the future? And number five, what does my intuition tell me? This is actually fun. I am going to go and do this myself for something because I don't have any external circumstances at the moment, but I am 100% positive that as a flawed human being who is always working on herself, that I can definitely find something that I don't even know yet exists and I can identify it, ask myself the five questions, and then say, you know what, I'm going to walk away from that thing. And I'm going to be a better person for it. And that's going to help me align more and more to that future amazing woman that I know I will be. Okay, thanks for listening today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you later. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope you liked today's episode of the Her One Thing podcast. If you have listened and like what you hear, if you could go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review, I would appreciate it so much. I am a new podcaster who is trying to build my audience. And one way that as the listener who likes this podcast, you can support me on my podcasting journey is by giving me a five star review so that the iTunes algorithm can pick up my podcast and recommend it to more people and more people can hear this content. So if you could do that, that would be great. And I will talk to you later.